Hello and welcome to the All Reds Cast, the number one Shelburne podcast in the world. I'm Keith and tonight we talk about the first time since the fees protest that a strike from Hurley takes down students. Adam actually finds out that you don't necessarily have to be in Bray to have your bank holiday ruined by pikeys as Marty Waters helps, seagull, helps the Seagulls do the double against the Reds. Uh, a momentous weekend for the Red Diaspora with Yeovil en route to Wembley and we end up with the usual suspects in New Red Ref. To shift through all of this, all of the aforementioned subjects, we have Vinny, Shane and Joe. How's it going? That's alright. Okay, Vincent? I'm fine, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, no question of the week this week, so we'll just start <laughs> off with um, just getting your thoughts on the big, massive managerial news that's just uh, recently broken. Robbie Fowler to be uh, the manager of Macclesfield Town next week. <laughs> yeah. Or next, next season. Next season? Yeah. I'm all over that. Absolutely. Oh, he's brought him back. The Mac. Remember Robert Mac? Return of the Mac. Where are they now? They are still in the conference. He's outside Manchester. And they will be staying there if they're half-time cocaine parties thanks to Robbie Fowler. And anything to do with it. Loads of property development. So they're in the conference. Newport got promoted. Yeah, today Newport County. Good, 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 um, good, solid club is Newport. Is that the only managerial news to come out of England, I believe? That's, That's the only so. managerial news I've heard of, so... Today, yeah. anyway. Definitely at, today. At time of recording, it's the only managerial yeah. news you've heard. And what was it? Wednesday evening, it's as we're, as we're, Wednesday as we're evening. chatting away now. Wednesday evening. Yeah. So, a lovely evening, for the way. Anyone has any other managerial news, feel free to... Tweet us it up or tweet us or something like that. What, what, what's the Twitter, Joey? At L Redscast. But they know that by now. They're not idiots. So they just don't. They don't care enough. Obviously, there's a, there's a lovely, and, there's a lovely poster. F- I was about to say, any frequent visitors to the toilets <laughs> of the new stand in at games will, uh, will will know all of the information for Redscast correspondence. But at this stage, it's on a sticker. Read it. <laughs> and a very very well made sticker, we'll say. By yeah, the Phantom sticker maker. Much better than those Glenno ones. Yeah. Um, right, we'll start then. It's been two games since the last time we've uh, gathered around this annoyingly non-spherical table to discuss the Reds. And but the last time we we're talking, Vince, you weren't here the last time. That's that we're, correct. We were discussing things. Um, I think a four, six points are banned, but we end up getting three from the two games. We'll start off as, with as predicted. As predicted by Shane Dawson. I said four. I said ten. Joey makes his own rules. <laughs> uh, we'll start off then with uh, the game, the Friday night game um, against UCD. Um, dodgy enough start. We uh, a bit of good last minute defense from Short Hall and a couple of saves from the ever impressing Jay Hanley. Jay Hanley. Um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you have Shane, you have. Yeah. Um, we end up then sort of getting holding the game. UCD didn't look up too much and ended up with a comfortable enough 2 0 win. I think because there's no real controversy on that from the. In the game for 90 minutes? No, nothing, nothing to really spot such on besides Hurley being a magician. A smashing goal. Oh, it was so slow though. It was so It wasn't slow, it glided <laughs> into the net. It was, it was beautiful to watch. Yeah, floating majestically yeah, in the top yeah. corner. Hanlon's one, not so much. I think the keeper definitely should have saved Hanlon's. Yeah, no, that was really slow. If Hurley yeah, was, that slow, was that, slow. That, that, that trickled in. If yeah. Hurley glided, trickled in from and, the and then trickled in from toward the <laughs> edge. I think you know we're not going to get many opportunities as uh, the next game. So I think <laughs> we should, I think we should praise all goals and shots and clean. Any, anything and positive? Anything positive? I think you, we could we should just discuss the UCD game, which we're not going to, because uh, it's our last bright spot of the season. It was it was nice to know Before that. Before going into it, though, Vinny, sorry. To Maguan's actually, no, you so, finish, I think. Thank you, Keith. Thank yeah, you. Running the tight ship here. Yeah, go on. <laughs> uh, it was nice to see that, but at the end of the, the first cycle of games before the Bray match, we were lying in tent. I know, so, so the first, yeah, in the first round, in the first cycle of games, we, we, we survived. Yeah. 
So, oh, do you actually want to laugh? Oh, yeah. However, however that <laughs> means... started off exactly the same but, as started first. Yeah, so. yeah, but, yeah, obviously that counts on every other result coming yeah. the same way. But that's that's kind of worrying because I think, what, well, we ended with six points. So by, by that horrible logic, 18 points ensures survival. Yeah, solid 18 points. Solid 18 points. I, I think we need 20. <laughs> Really? Well, we touched on how many points. No, we let's needed. not let's not delve so into that. Let's we touched on how many points again. we needed, but then it was it was just it was criticised on many forums. Yeah. Fairly correctly as well. Yeah, yeah well, to be <laughs> fair, know, know. it was. For we did leave out one. I've already apologised. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm still blaming for that. general knowledge. <laughs> yeah, still blaming that RI forum. And whenever that, that that's remember, for another day. Do you remember when uh, Monaghan were in the league last year? Yeah. Well, this <laughs> speaking of RI forums, you bring me. Yeah, that's. My little red ink. Uh, the red ink when yeah, that was that's the fans in front of who doesn't know as Keith and yeah. Shane go into it. Go off, off, topic. off the conversation there. <laughs> Sorry. The, no, uh, yeah, which sold well. Apparently. Keith well. Nutley needs a red ink for anyone on our. No, I don't. Shane doesn't. No, he point. wants one and he's willing to pay full whack <laughs> and a little bit extra. I've already paid. Full uh, actually, a red ink that was criticised by um, a poster known as Red Alert. Ooh. Well, constructive criticism. It must be said. So, in what aspect? Um, said that it wasn't as good as as the original ones at the start. He said he must dig out a few um, and compare them, compare and contrast maybe. And uh, so the Simpsons red ink is uh, <laughs> in red letters. <laughs> so um, yeah, but no, it was a good read. Um, I think Donny's uh, um, Derry article. Yeah, su- uh, summary of of Derry was was humorous in parts. I think of the um, I wasn't. I'm, I'm struggling. I'd be hesitant to say antitrust article, but it was, it was a bit derogatory yeah. towards the trust. Well, it was a ca- it was a, it was a very cautious approach to the, the trust. That yeah, they, they were. Didn't show, it didn't show a great light on SSDG either. They no, just really, didn't. It was, it was just someone who has no faith in anything. So. No, well, that, that, that could be anyone. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was, a bit, I was a bit. Uh, uh, Surprised. I don't know. Maybe they didn't have just as much content as they usually have. But you know the the acknowledgements that they have mm. normally on the two inside covers. Yeah, that was gone. Yeah, they were they were moved a bit to the inside. What I did like. Well, I used to like just seeing. I used to just like seeing yeah, print yeah. all over. <laughs> really, everywhere. There was never a space anywhere. Well, so shame. It, it, what you did like was. If you if you if you're one of these connoisseurs of a lot of print, <laughs> you won't like what's coming next, Vincent. Oh dear. Pictures. Oh, picture pictures in reading. Apparently so. Pictures for the summer edition. To coincide with BD's 10th anniversary, um, which falls in the summer as well. But there was one picture in this edition, which I must say I, I thoroughly loved. That would be the stu- steward extraordinary. It was the steward ex- a man of many talents. <laughs> the man knows no limits. The man who traverses many forums with humorous connotations. That is... <laughs> I'm putting words together and they're, they're not really going to mean much because that is a tribute to the man that is Lars so fair play to him he stuck, he stuck his mug in, mug in the, the red ink and he's a pretty lad <laughs> <laughs> but right. Anyway, UCD. sorry. UCD. UCD. Yes, we bought her. We bought the ratings before the UCD game. If going in before the UCD game, how do you felt? Well, I was, I was actually positive. I was, I was very nervous. I didn't really, I didn't really enjoy the game. No, I, I, I was I confident. It. I was but confident yeah, going into it. Um, well, as I said in last week, I was confident. I think we're going to get three points. I thought it would have been from UCD. Um, well, we done well. I think all, all like it's just frustrating though. I know we'll, we'll get the Bray, but like the difference in performance and. Um, even taking away the result, the difference in actual, you know, the attempting to like try, you know, it's just 
back to you know one step forward and two step back, and it's it's, it's frustrating um, to witness that. Um, and I think frustration is going to boil over in the next few weeks um, amongst the fans. Well, I, I did say that um, I, I would take a draw in any match that wasn't UCD at home. You see, the only home is the only match in the entire. You take a draw at the break. Uh, yeah, but I will take I will take draw against against any team home or away, except the UCD at home. UCD at home was the only one I thought we we actually were, we should be winning because that. But that's just how low I rate the side at the at this rate. You know, we'll go to UCD away, and you know, I don't care if we have some miraculous change in fortune that puts us up to like six or seven. The UCD have lost every single match. I still wouldn't favour us at all, and you know. As happy and as go lucky as that sounds, that's the truth. You see, doing quite well at home, beating music or beating Rowers and Bowers at 2 0. Yeah, thanks, uh, Bowers. The, the last two games. Thanks, Bowers. Yeah, one, one, one little thing to one do. Thing. Um, one thing. We may as well move on to Braden because there's a few things that we'll just talk about Braden and I'm gonna compare, I want to compare a couple of things between the two games. Um, Bray was awful. Bray was poor. Bray was. Frustrating. Like. <laughs> I like Marty Waters. We could have sneaked a draw. Well, everyone likes Marty Waters. The man shouldn't be at Bray. Well, the man's a tinker, but besides his travelling ancestry, um, he uh, he's a very easy smash. Maybe some itinerants listening to this. Could you just you like the itinerants? <laughs> Me? Yeah. Well, yeah. they they should. There's there's a lot there's a lot to be said about itinerants anyway. But that's well, for that's for another. Category. Tinker is a term of endearment, nearly. Yeah. Exactly. If I'm thinking, we could disguise and just say that you you regard him as a thinking man's footballer. No, he's a poison. No, but um, he is a smart player. You're just so lucky nobody listens to this. To, to be fair, him, uh, like he, music, he is. He showed his up head and shoulders above, especially when which it doesn't when you take see him, when you see him, yeah, when you see him against shells and obviously for Bray, he's obviously one of the best, like probably the best player for Bray. Now, obviously, he's the best player on the pitch then yeah. when, when he's playing against shells. It, it does make a huge difference. But it's we could have snuck a draw that game and leave his chance that the. The last minute with the overhead kick, but doesn't Bray would have been robbed if we had got a draw in Ireland? Oh yeah, oh yeah, we didn't deserve that um, from it really. And but just looking at Friday and, and like the players put in a, a solid performance, um, albeit against the poor UCT side. But just take that into Monday and and I don't know, like within a matter of days, we were off the bottom of the table for for what two days, a day or two, like and just looking at it, it's grim and it's like I don't want to, you know. Focus on it too much, but like that's the reality of it now, and I I really don't see where we're gonna move on from here. And um, we're starting off the second series of games, as you said, as as Vinny said, like losing the brace, so I was gonna be what the same sort of routine of of going out and and because nothing's changing, and with matches at the helm, nothing is you know going to change. Um, because he's he is so stubborn that there is no there's no plan A, never mind a plan B. So. You know, this, this is a this is a far cry from the from the side you ended up finishing what fourth in the first division in 2010, who hammered the Premier League Bray four 0 yeah. in the Leinster Senior Cup final down in Bray. All bets are off in the Leinster the, Senior Cup. But this is a, but the point the point I'm trying to make is like, like this this is how bad this side is. Like, we, like I, w- I would take any of those incarnations of the sides that we had in the first division, maybe not the 2007 one, but that was just that. that was I the take I take I'd say. 11 or 12 of that Bray team well 9 or 10 in that Bray team ahead of a lot of the players we have now and that's not I don't, right. I don't mean that in terms of that's not all because I think Bray have some nice footballers I, I don't, I, I'm not putting all of that down because I don't think our lads are trying I think Shane was alluding there earlier on I don't 
I'm not. I don't buy that argument yet. I have to have. I have to see more. But why? Because I don't think the players aren't trying. I don't think that's the case at all. I don't. Th- I think they are trying. I think. No, no, I'm not. I'm, no, I'm definitely not saying that. But I'm just saying I. I can't understand how you can put in a solid performance on a Friday and then come out and look so lethargic. I think part. I think part of it is. I think part of it is confidence. Um, I don't think players have any confidence whatsoever. And um, we talked. We discussed earlier on when we were in, hadn't won one in five or six games that. Uh, we alluded to Bowles and that how Bowles sort of progressed throughout, throughout the season last year. Bowles got a couple of good results and then I was thinking about the draw against Rovers, maybe that was it. And I think and and pe- people who listen to Redcast now, I wasn't I am not quick to blame Matthews. No, no, true. I can't see any saving grace for Adam Matthews. The only saving grace I can see of him is that it's going to be more hassle and cost to sack him than it is to let him see it the rest of the season. But if, he, if it's but that's not the case if letting him see out the rest of the season means we get relegated. Because I know if, like Yeah, but if, if, can I make one point there? I'm not having this morons posting on the internet saying that oh they it's worth the risk, it's worth the gamble. It's, it's worth the gamble that, that sacking him and taking the risk that we won't get um, relegated, so therefore it'll be okay. No, have have we not learned anything and have these idiots not learned anything about taking gambles, you know, it's too big a risk, you know? Um, and and as much as okay, yeah, I want Matthews gone, and I I haven't been on on his back I think as much as the the Anthony's of the world, but um, <laughs> but even at this stage, there is literally whoever like the people who are still defending Matthews, their only defense can be that it's it's just not feasible, it's it's too costly. That's the only argument. Yeah, because there's no other substantial claim. And to, the to only keep what isn't helping, not the Anthos of the world, because Anto he does say some ludicrous things, but he has a brain <laughs> in his head. It's what other he's people, an educated man. He's yeah, a learner. Exactly. Man. <laughs> it's the other. It's other people that are chanting some of the Alamatchu's things that was said in jest at the time, but they've carried it on and kept on doing it. And that's what what you have people what, what you have certain Shelburne people ends with defending going. Oh well, look, they're the type of people that want to know. Yeah. They may be the type of people that want to know, but they're not by no way the only people that want to know. There's there's a majority of fans who have their heads screwed. And on. I think the reaction from the fans. I think Orkshire um, showed that brilliantly on Monday when it was Matthews that was one of the first yeah. ones to go down the tunnel. There was booze, a bit of the usual abuse that Matthews is getting and I think now deservedly gets. And then when the players were coming off, yeah. it stopped. It, there was no booze. There was none. What we see, what we did see a bit of last year of what the hell he is doing, why he's just trying. It was yeah. all applause. It was all we're going to support. We are there for your support. We are there if he's no, yeah, because that is another thing that has been. Because that is that. I think that's big. I think that, that's that's a big thing. I think that's an improvement from last year. In oh, certainly, of, from certainly, because it it was, it was so evident as you said that happened, and even I think it was could have been Hurley or Mooney. It was someone that came off last. Like the team were coming over, um, and then their praises were saying, "We love you, Sheldon, etc." Um, then Matthews got the bit of stick and then there was another player that came off after Matthews so mm-hmm. as Matthews was getting abused the abuse stopped and then they clapped yeah. for the player as well so it shows no one's getting on the players backs this season yeah. we know that the club's in like that's what, and I think that's the important because last year we had good players it shows like the players that we sold it shows where they've got where they are now Yeah, it shows that like, we could have done a lot better from last we could have acted and it was there was raising behind the argument that we shouldn't just because it's our first year back, whatever. Yeah. We shouldn't be settling for our, our first years back. We shouldn't be settling for just surviving. Yeah. We, have, we actually have some really good players. Well, here. it's we not that type of league, forward. anyway. You know, yeah, the, exactly. The promoted teams shouldn't just automatically go back down. It's not, it's not championship into the Premiership. Mm. Ridiculous stuff again. You can see how quickly you can turn around. 
Dundalk this season are a prime example mm. of that. It's absolutely ludicrous. But the fact that we've just lost so many players, it can't. And you can Dawson, Cassidy, right? They're they're prime examples of players who were actually better than where they were and yeah. deservedly moved on. Castle has hung around for a lot longer than Annie was thought he had a right to. Yeah. And um, and to be fair, his last season he actually didn't perform to no, his best standard. Not. You know, um, Dawson was always going to go. We knew that was going to happen. So we ret- we retained Philly Hughes, which probably would have been next on the list there. That's great. But, there's but, just I think, but I think so on Philly Hughes, there's, <coughs> uh, there's always that worry that this like he can't continue. Yes, well, that, with the, and how old is he now? He's, the, the, he's getting on. But the poor standard of service that he has, mm-hmm. now, there's only so much he can do. But the one thing I will say, Philly, he is, he's actually looking a little leaner now. You know, he has, he's been on extra fitness work. Yeah, he is trying. Um, but there were so many other players that were lost. Now, again, no, some of them might have went of their own accord. The likes of Paddy Havner, I don't know, he's gone to Derry. Maybe he just, maybe things just looked... Maybe he just really saw so he, maybe he saw what was going out. Yeah. But, but there were players, players, out players that outstreet just didn't want to play. That's what I mean. And this is the prime example is is right, if you look at how he did last year, it's right. Why the fuck is Philly Garman playing for Athlone Town? Yeah. Based yeah. on how he did last year. Because considering the like, if if we had Philly Garman maybe up front with Philly Hughes doing a bit of running and helping him out up there, even Philly Hughes might get have a few more goals yeah. there. Well just just look because at it. Instead of Garman we've what, yeah. Tinley and Mooney. Now, well, Tinley's Leech, a bit of a cult hero Leech, from, from Leech well. well, I can understand Leach was... Well, we can understand Leach. The thing yeah, is, Le- Leach is, is now become, becoming a sort of almost sick. Like, like, when he comes off the bench, even when he's there, we're, we're, we're nearly cheering him. Yeah, he, had a good, he had a good game. He, he had a good game on Monday. He, he, he deserved his score. I, I was happy to see him score. Mm, yeah. um, but I, I can't believe... Like, what has Matthew Setter done? That, that, he's, he's either set the Philly Garman, he doesn't want him here, or, or the, whatever way the, the budget is, or, whatever, or he has no plans for him, which is insane. Or else, things are that bad that Philly Gorman has. He hasn't. It's not like he's gone to Longford. He's not like he's he's gone to someone who looks like they're gonna come straight up. No, he's you, con- he's content for mid-table fourth division. He'd rather play for Athlone or Roddy Collins than play in the Premier Division with Adam Matthews. Yeah, so I, I'd really love. And another thing then is with Adam Matthews' contract being extended into this year. Well, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Does he even have a contract? When Adam Matthews being asked back or being put in the position to manage Shelburne this year, if last year is the best is what he could have done with the players that he had, what makes the people who made the decision to have him there at the helm again this year think he's going to do any better mm. with a much, much worse squad? And that, and that again, we have to reiterate that they being having that much worse squad, that's that we don't nobody blames Matthews for that. No, in terms of apart from them players who. Thing in that case, then why again? Why is Matthews there? I'm not expecting a start well, sort of squad. We're not, yeah. And going into the season, I wasn't expecting to finish higher than tenth. But there's a difference between finishing tenth and if we could still very well finish tenth, but it's still going to be it's six points after thirteen games. Well, look, look, let's be honest. We right now we we would kill, oh, to, take kill. A, to take the playoff spot. Kill for eleven. I'd, t- I'd kill take the playoff spot. Eleven right not now. a problem. Do you know what I mean? And as long as and you'd, you'd hope that it's you know I hope it's it's Longford because I th- I think the best we can offer is a pass and I hope it's Longford that come up because if they were to suddenly fall in the second I think we'd be massive in Boyden. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I hope I hope Merview keep Maybe, up whatever yeah. bizarre run they have and you know what I mean. Oh, shuttle that, to Merview as well. Maybe, maybe or Salt Hill in the playoff would be. Well, salt Hill a second bottom. So well, I'm just saying. <laughs> <hypothetically>, <laughs> salt Hill in the playoff. Salt Hill, salt Hill or Merview in the playoffs. Yeah, that would be a shuttle. But he's, 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 I mean, he's, he's sort of almost like a, a false sort of hero matches. And I'm talking about from when he came up originally, if you know what I mean. Because if you, I know you said this last year on on, on the Red House, it was, it was, I thought it was just worth, worth you know, you have to go back all the way back to when he came up. To, again, I I'm not going to hold the 2010. So he came in, so it was a half year 2010. He sort of came, so I'm not going to hold that season again. So it's 2011 
we we went up. We surrendered a ten point lead against Cork. We came up because because they they were reshaping yeah. the league again and they granted second spot. If you look at it, the only reason Derek Healy didn't get us up was because they took nothing. There was yeah. nothing for seconds because yeah. they were reshaping the league. Yeah. So Matthews he hasn't done any better than Keeley. And then Keeley. the playoff, and he had a much the, better play, the playoff then. I think Keeley, Keeley had, came up against yeah. the Spartan Fingal Spartan team Fingal. that had yeah. a lot of money and stars in the team. And so Matthews finished the second. So he hasn't finished any higher than Keeley. And I think Matthews has, at that time, I think Matthews probably had a better, slightly better budget or squad than Keeley would have had. Yeah, like, and people just forget that. Because we were so happy to come up. Yeah. It is worth pointing out. Was a, that was a 10-point lead. We struggled against yeah, we, we, we tripped, stumbled we, we tripped into the division. Second last match. We should we could have been we should have been promoted about four or five games to spare. And we just had to resort to that home game against Finn Finn and then, and then, you know, we we can go into the whole the game against Cork. You know, th- luckily, I know winning the league wasn't a priority. Yeah, yeah. We were already up, and we had a cup final to look forward to, and all. And that was another thing. We got to the we got to a cup final because we were allowed back in, having been eliminated <laughs> by a non-league side. Mm. You know, and then you look at our season last year. So, what has he done? If the players like the squad last season, this will be his third full season. You count to two thousand and ten, then he's it's gonna be he's be three and a half seasons out in total. He's gonna he has to have had, and he, and he was lucky. He's yeah. been lucky with, with how the run of form has gone. But like the squad last season, your your Mick Cooks and your even your Aaron O'Callans of the world, they they be getting hard on for these fucking squads. P-Man, you know, P man be getting we getting absolute wonders out of those times. So the law and it'll all be hilarious and we get dumped out of the cup by Bannon, which I think is going Because you could you could say on one, on one thing we could we could play a weak squad. Do we have a weak squad? We have loads of weak squads. We, we heard that, <laughs> yeah. so, so either that will get relegated or the worrying thing is we, we don't we pray, have a, or the worrying thing is we play what is supposedly our strongest squad and yeah. just <laughs> we don't we don't have an A and B side. It's just a, like an E and F side. Um, but, we'll, but Matthews is a cup manager, apparently. Yeah, so maybe he's a cup, cup specialist. Unfortunately, it's not banned away. Um, I would have liked that. We're going to be the oh, wig, yeah. wigging of the Premier League Cup final and get relegated. We'll take a break um, here. We'll come back. We'll probably continue this Matthews Matthews chat in a different sphere, um, and we'll touch on a more cheerier ready as well. Welcome back. Um, right, we're going to continue on this discussion about how we're upset at the club's hierarchy in management and now board. Um, going back to Friday, there was an incident after the game on Friday in the in the UCD. show in the or Friday against UCD. Sorry, yeah, uh, in the club bar um, involving a presentation to the under nineteen. Under nineteen. It was the under nineteen. Yeah, which matches in a few of the um, first came came on board for. Um, now, I wasn't there for it, so I'm not going to t- tell stories out of school. Um, we're going to give the man our reporter, <laughs> our Friday night reporter on the, on the team, uh, Shane Dawson, the, the floor here to talk about the story. Um, Just to let you know, he is he is still part of the goalkeeping union, but bills have to be paid. Yeah, bills yeah, have to be paid. Good. Shane, it was... A s- well, I have nothing bad to say about goalkeepers in this story. <laughs> <laughs> just, just putting that out there first and foremost. Did you... <laughs> when, you here. Yeah. <laughs> when you go around as a roving reporter, you wear your, your, your jersey and your gloves so that people don't just, suspect you're just a reporter. Yeah, just just the gloves, just the gloves. Just, yeah, I walk it. Where does your mic go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just speak into this, please. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> right, and then it's an incident that happened after the UCD game and on Friday, on Friday, and ended in ticket holders being banned from Talca Park. Yeah, first actually, I'm not blaming Jerry Hanley for any of the goals for the Bray match. 
just Union Union Rails. Don't but anyway, anyone was, no. Friday. Well, no, because <laughs> uh, if I, if anyone was going to, they shouldn't and should never. But uh, however, getting back to Friday, yeah, um, as you said, and there was an under 19s presentation. They were runners up in the the league, I believe, and they had a bit of a cup run. Um, they were getting their medals awarded to them um, in the bar after the match, and there was a few, you know, the few locals sorry in the bar after the match. Um, the usual suspects really and Matthews and a few other players came down to um, you know really I think spur on the, the 19s and um, maybe Matthews was there to take credit for for doing nothing no, you know, be, you know that allegedly be, that might be a bit blasphemous <laughs> he may have been asked he yeah, there is no point in that I reckon it was just he no, was but, asking down you know what I'm saying yeah but he, but he he says that he's bringing in YouTube's squad when, when, he, when he hasn't anyway, man, this isn't the point James Sorry. that's what happened this night Words were exchanged. Um, a chant was exchanged between <laughs> exchanged. Exchanged. Yeah, Matches chanted, chanted, chanted back. <laughs> that would have been great. That's actually. fucking great. <laughs> I'd have a lot more stuff from Matches if he chanted back. There was a Matches out chant, ain't that Matches? Obviously, and uh, Joe Casey came down. There was a Matches out chant because we're gonna. There's no point just shortcutting what what sparked it. Was it a Matches out chant or was it the one that Matches out that also sung about Maggie Thatcher? Um, or do you know? I'm not sure on the exact wording of the okay. chant, but there, but it was matches out chant, um, and it wasn't the place to do it. I will say those two things, and that that is that I think that goes without saying. Yeah. Um, as there's no as point. There's no, there is no point to doing that. Yeah, there's exactly. No, what's what's the gain there? Yeah. If it, and if it's, if, any, if much, anything, it's unfair on the under 19 so we're obviously yeah, being yeah, awarded yeah. for no, As much as I agree, with, for the hard work. Yeah. As much as I agree with the sentiments of the chant, um, it wasn't the time it wasn't the time place for it. Um, and Joe Casey, I think, realised it wasn't the time or the place for it. So Joe Casey came over to one of the three lads who are three lads who are season ticket holders for the last few seasons who have travelled the length and breadth of the country um, on the official club bus um, and on a few occasions on my bus um, and who haven't caused trouble in the past um, and who have put time and effort and, and so much money into the club and um, showing their support for them um, and eat, like creating banners etc um, and, and making the effort for the, for the team so these aren't just you know you're on the mill um, inverted comma sort of when the statement comes out these so called supporters there's no there's no no, no so called these are supporters and these are die hard fans and this is the the feelings and that, that the majority of the fans have there's no avoiding that fact um, but when Joe Casey took exception uh, to the timing and, uh, of, the, of the chant and, and the place etc um, and words were exchanged, um, and see, uh, people are saying now that there, like, there was there was no physical abuse. Um, the la- there was there was a heated exchange of words, and um, like there was shouting uh, from from both parties on on the matter. Um, but there was no no one no one stuck the head in anyone, um, and there was no actual physical violence. And um, there was just a verbal assault, shall we say, um, which resulted in the. In, in, in one of the lads taking exception to, to saying well we have the right to sing what we want which they do um, and Casey said well here's not the time which it's not so I can see both sides of the argument but I think Casey may have come across um, as the aggressor but I think there is two sides to it where there's one side going to say he was the aggressor the other will say he's the aggressor now conveniently the only camera that would have caught all this action wasn't walking on the night um, which, when I say conveniently, I'm not trying to. Yeah. How else cameras ever working though? Yeah, exactly. So, so it could have been a case of they never work, but it wasn't working anyway, nonetheless. 
Um, if this isn't, you know, advocating anyone who wants to commit a serious crime to do so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't be causing trouble in the house. Those always work. Those always work. I'm sure sins for it in those yeah. times and now work. Obviously. Probably looking at us now. <laughs> um, and it resulted in three, three people being banned. One of the people in question um, was apparently not even chanting, and he's guilty by association. Um, another of the party that was banned um, was 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 chanting, but but then did shut up. And the other one was the one who who had the most heated exchange with with Joe. Um, the the group of lads in question don't know who gave their names. They don't know how the board know their names. Um, so I'm not I'm not going to you know. Um, come up with where they may have may have come from but names are given um, there was another lad in question who was who was probably known to most but just by his nickname um, and, and not his actual full, f- proper name and it could have been a case even I stress could could have been a case that even he um, wasn't bad because they actually didn't know his real name so wherever the names are coming from they, they, they came anyway um, and, and, and the incident happened anyway um, then we get to Monday night and Stewart's came up to the newsstand and asked the lads to leave. The lads asked the Stewart's why, and the Stewart said, listen, it's not up to us, um, we were just told to ask you to leave. So they weren't given a reason to leave, um, and they were asked to leave, and, and the lads duly did. Um, and rightly so, they were pissed off, um, extremely pissed off, but they did leave, and they didn't cause trouble, they didn't kick off. Didn't miss much. They left, and they didn't, and they didn't <laughs> miss much, no. <laughs> so um, then, from this, you have... Rumor, the rumor mill doing 90 on, on both forums, uh, the Shells Chat and the RI forum, of these tugs have been given life bans, which is not the case. They haven't been given any length of ban. They haven't been told of any length of ban. Um, it could have been for a match, could be a two match suspension, could be a year for the rest of the season, could be life. There's, there is no um, actual suspension. They were just asked to leave the, the match on Monday, which I, w- I would say that. Listen, things are still um, up in the air and, and things haven't calmed down. So we asked raw at that stage. Exactly. So they were asked to leave um, just until things are set straight. Um, no official statement has been made from Joe or the club. Um, and I'm not sure if there is one pending. Um, on, I, I've talked to the lads in question um, and I've, I've urged them to get in contact with Joe when things have cooled down and trying to discuss um, what actually happened, you know, man to man. Um, either with Joe and the three lads, or individually, and um, just just meeting with them, with, with bringing um, a witness to the meeting as well, as Joe does with all uh, formal meetings that take place between board of management and, and the fans. Um, so hopefully the issue is resolved. But I think this has led to again rumours um, coming saying that these so-called supporters, which are not, they are supporters, saying, and then other arguments now have come out that the, the players are scared to come to the bar. Um, because of this, or because of these actions, and this isn't going to help, um, which I think is another Shelburne myth, um, which again I'm, I'm, I'm shamelessly robbing from RI or with Shell's chat that there were some posts about Shelburne myths, um, and I think that is. I don't think the, the players are not in fear of their life of coming to the right. bar. If they don't want to come to the bar, that's fine. Right. And as again, as one of the posters in RI said, like, is it that much of a loss if Stephen Hurley doesn't want to come down and, and have a have a can of coke with you, you know, <laughs> because that's what it is. And at the end of the day, they're, they're not getting abuse. And as Keith said, they're not getting abuse this year. Whatever may have happened in the past is in the past. But the, no one, no player has, has been threatened um, and, and has been like ousted from the bar. If they come into the bar, the, and not you'll, you'll give them the nod. You'll recognise Players them. haven't come to the bar in years. Yeah. But anyway, even, even the glory days, in the players, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not but e- e- even if you do, 
even if you do, um, you'll give him that, and no one's going to, you know, eat the head off him. Um, so, so that is that's it's a ridiculous thought that that the players have been have are scared or anything like or anything of this of the sort. Um, but in this issue, um, with the reason could now could sort of snowball into a case of these lads have been thrown out for voicing their opinions. And again, I stress, in the wrong place. But they were voicing their opinions of the majority of Shells fans. And if it is a case that even at the board of management, even if if the board of management have lost faith in matches and they can't sack them, so be it. At the end of the day, this some, the solution has to come from this. Not only for to the problem of the lads being kicked out and potential bannings, but the problem of matches and the cancerous effect that he is having on Shelburne Football Club as a whole. Um, and hopefully this may be... The, um, the protagonist for Catalyst. I think we're just looking for it. Thank you. Because <laughs> Matthews is not the protagonist no. in this story, I can tell you. Um, the Catalyst. He's definitely the antagonist. Yeah, like the reason, I mean, for like yeah. to start a Matthews out campaign or to start something bigger than just a few chants because something has to be. But the, reason, the reason we brought this up because it's not really, like, I know, well, since I've been involved in the Grass Cast, we don't really usually bring things up like or this, things like this up. But I just think the reason that I'd be brought up this, or this week was because for a long time, and this is before your, uh, before Joe Casey got involved, it's always, it's always been a thing with Shelburne, um, that the relationship between the board and the fans and the link, the communication link between the board and the fans was never that great. And I know Joe Casey has made strides to make that better. But something like that, banning fans for, as you say, an undefined amount of time over something like a chant is... It's something that under the situation where we're rock bottom. Exactly. Like we're, I don't know. It was after a win, but no. To be fair, just to Joe, you see, and now I know, and I agree with Joe in terms of the lads were stupid to start chanting yes. that in the bar. There's no reason. There's it, chanting things in the bar now or so after a match. Like, what's your game there? What, what's your what's your end goal there? It's like the, yeah, the, 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 but it, yeah, go on, sorry. but it's it, it's just something that. It just shows again the lack of connect from the board to the fans. There's nothing to stop Joe going up to the fans there and saying, "Even just kick them out of the bar that night." That's yeah. exactly what I was gonna say. They get rid of, get, get kick them out of the bar, yeah. and, and then you if, can, yeah, can have a word with, with, with John about the same. But you know what I mean? We don't want. Yeah. You know, if we're having presentations, we don't want this type of thing, yeah. thing going on. I know. I know. It's like, it would probably be John's call in, you know, at the end of the day. I, I, regarding yeah, exactly, the bar. Exactly. Exactly. Kick them out of the bar. Have a word with John about whatever John wants to do. Then it's his bar. That's the situation. They done nothing wrong at the actual game in Talga Park. They done something wrong on a night out that happened in Talga Park, yeah. But because there's no the, reason for them. And to it has to be stressed that the, the 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 bar is separate to the club now. Yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. That's what, there's, there's nothing. There's, there's nothing. Like they done nothing wrong in a match situation. Or a match day situation. Yeah. Now they were done. They done something wrong in a bar. You do that in any bar. If that presentation happened, well, no, when the players' lounge was open, Sherman used that for a few things. If that had happened, the players' lounge. Yeah. Would you have them bad in Talca Park for the That happened on the Trust launch night, for example. Yeah. yeah that's, that, that's a Thursday night. It's yeah. not a match night, you know what I mean? Are you banned from, are you banned are you, from, are you banned from Talca Park yeah. because you're doing something wrong there on a night out? Yeah, you've no authority at all, there's yeah. No, there's no reason to do it. There's no excuse for it. And that's why that's why I felt it was important to bring it up. Um, because I think Joe, up this Joe may have seen, just seen red with the situation because Joe has been accommodating to meet with fans. Hmm. Um, and, he, and he, like, if you contact Joe, he will get back to you. Um, and he will, like, if... A situation needs for it to be met. Like he will meet with you, um, and he will discuss things with you, um, and he will release information as as much as he is, you know, as much as he can, really. So, for for someone that has, I know the statements have been, I think, 
very um, not secretive, but very sort of you can't release much information and they're sort of the generic same ones and, and any time that the fans have been criticised they have been criticised as, as these sort of inverted comments so-called supporters um, and for situations that maybe when, when people are in the wrong I can understand that but for a situation like this um, I think he's going to have to take a different approach and maybe that's why um, a, a, a statement hasn't been released <laughs> as such um, and I think it's going to give bad light to the club if a statement is released for the league to see that um, things are getting so bad in, in El Shelburne that there's fans fighting with the chairman and the chairman banning people because because of matches, you know, because that is that, that's the common sort of factor here is, is the, the matches issue. And again, as, as Vincent said at the start, it was... Don't full name, don't full name me. Who do you think you are? We had a series like the last 15 minutes there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As Vincent said at the start, the, the real losers and all this were the under-19s after having such a good yeah. season... And having and you would have thought brilliant stuff. Now presentation after a win as well, the atmosphere would be sort of be good in the in the bar afterwards. It is a shame that all this has overshadowed that. Um just as well on our topic, we'll leave that alone. We'll put that to bed now for the time being. Unless you've got any final comments mm-hmm. on us now. Well speaking of the nineteens, the like, uh, uh, just with Oh, oh you've ruined Shane. his link. You have that ruined was my it. link, Shane. You have speaking ruined of it. the nineteen I just said I'm an amateur oh. at this sort of stuff. <laughs> Speaking of the 19s, uh, congratulations <laughs> to the Shepherd under 18s on winning their league. The under 18s? Yeah. That's not, that's not the under 19s, Keith. I know, but they're under 8 Shelburne teams doing well in leagues. What happened to the under 18s? <laughs> well, as I said, Shane, they won the league. <laughs> ruined. Again, the underage teams getting ruined by idiots shouting. <laughs> that is a problem. You're banned from the podcast. You're banned from the Redscast. Congratulations to. Uh, uh, David O'Connor as well, who's involved in that setup, and congratulations to the underage teams on uh, and Dunning. Congratulations, Dunning. Top Dunning. Top, very well, top Dunning. Um, and congratulations again to the underage teams. Magnificent achievement. Um, we'll now go to a break and come back with Red Diaspora and a mentor's Red Diaspora and a very quick your breath. Welcome back to the third and final part of this week's podcast. We'll lighten up a bit from the last time, the last third, second third of the podcast, and we'll go to a very bright weekend for, well, with a simmer of dark. Um, <laughs> or glimmer, glimmer, a glimmer of dark. A glimmer of dark. Which again makes no sense. But what? Glimmer of dark. Yeah, glimmer of darkness in it otherwise. Have a good name for this episode? Bright shining. There you go. Uh, people people will read it now as Glimmer Dark. What does that mean? And they'll come to that and be like, ah. Like that bit in Family Guy. This is it. Here, here, you're listening now. This is the moment. That's it. Right now. Now you know where it came from. Um, we'll start off with Brad Jones because it's a quick one. Uh, didn't play in that dreadful Merseyside derby finishing it all. So, sorry, sorry. Just, just, you're, you're not putting enough effort into your Brad Jones. What should we say? What is that? Because, no, 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 right? But Brad Jones used to, he used to walk his dog. He used to have a game of darts. He'd go Easter egg hunting or something like that. Well, now, now he just doesn't play. Well, wouldn't we? Bollocks. See, well, I don't want to dilute Brad Jones. Oh, in by, case he ends up in another FA Cup semi-final. No, by saying when he does do something, then it's like, oh, Brad Jones is always doing something. Now when he does do something, it's like, oh, Brad Jones is doing something. <laughs> so like, at that time where he didn't play, but himself and Wait. Danny Lawrence, who always gets mentioned on the Brad oh, Jones, Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Um, 
done that run for and fundraiser thing for uh, leukemia research. But that's genuine. Like Brad Jones, a genuine man. <laughs> so it says better. Staunch. Um, genuine Brad. <laughs> genuine Brad. The only other thing, um, actually, no, we'll leave the two boils till the end. We'll go to, up to Scotland. Um, uh, not a great week for the Red Deer Sport up in Scotland. Uh, Sean Dillon's done the United uh, last 1 0. Uh, he started centre half again this week. But it doesn't matter because even though the team below them have more points than them, the league is already split, so they're still sixth. So, oh yeah, the great man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, makes sense. So um, the team below them, I forget who they are. Could be Hibs actually. No, Hibs because Hibs had a. No, it wasn't Hibs. I forget who it was. The but they actually have two more points uh, than Dundee United. But Dundee United are still a place. The SPL and the SFA agreed on another restructuring of the league. Yeah, it'll be 10, so 12, 12, 12. Gonna be more splits. Loads of splits. So confusing. Loads of splits. Like uh, Hadjuk. That's exactly what I'm like. Then we'll move up to our Brout again after a glorious weekend, or a glorious week last week, not a great week. They fell out of the playoff places. They lost to... They'll be back. They will be back. They'll, they better be. They are slipped <laughs> out because... Um, they lost... Oh, it wasn't the air and... No, air. No, they lost the bet air last week and then air are playing 4 far, far, far bet air. Oh, okay. And our Brout lost to the team who are in second. I can't remember the names. That's way down. But they lost one nil as well anyway. Um so they slip out. But it's still they they're still within striking distance of them, so it's still all to play for. Um we mentioned Pat Fenland then, no mention of Anthony Stokes this week. No. Um for and never again. Um we'll touch on the Pat Fenland game because uh, it actually is quite sad. Anything, it's quite sad on a not only a Red the Sport, I think, but also as a fa- as a fan of a fo- as any football team, the game got called off. Um, I'm sure you've not heard about it by now. But the game got yeah, called yeah. off as um, um, a supporter died of suspected heart attack. I think it was. Yeah, in the, um, the Kilmarnock fan in the crowd. The game had to be stopped because the ambulance had to come onto the pitch to um, try and help the man out, and then we got back. It was a lot, very long delay. We got back, and the referee decided to call it off. It has been again. The date had been fixed for the replay. Um, I don't know when it is. I doubt anybody cares when it is, but it's just. A sad note to happen. Um, Pat, one of Pat Finnan's last league games for Hibs this season. He, he has the cup final before against Celtic. Um, he'll try to break the Hibs hoodoo with the St. Pats of Scotland. Um, we then move on, or move back down, to the Over Boys. So was there no Wesso, no? Oh, there was Wesso, but... Oh, he's oh. He, Actually, in, another addition to... Forget, the, uh, forgetting Wesso on Diaspora. Sorry, but... Well, he doesn't have it written. Sake. He doesn't have it out in front of him today, yeah, so... Yeah, I know, He's yeah. doing well to have it off the top of the, top of the head, but... No, 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 he's not doing well to not be prepared. This we, is disgraceful, carry on. We were jokingly talking about doing XL's players in the league, um, but an XL's player that was in the league, who was now on trial in America. Um, For what crime? For, for no crime no crime at all a crime to football some might say actually uh, Nipper O'Brien the nip Nipper O'Brien he's over in America yeah um, what's that oh I've yeah, on trial oh. I genuinely oh, brilliant. Oh, I genuinely thought he was on trial <laughs> I, I made this as a quippy remark he thought it was genuine no yeah no Nipper O'Brien he's with um, some college team which the name eludes me because I can't even pronounce it so they're not going to be that big. That's so great. hopefully, more best wishes. That wasn't that was kind of hard. Oh, well, best no. wishes to to nip it over. Wes Hulton did Shane Arvin uh, face up against his old manager this past weekend in Aston Villa, um, and they lost two one. Wes Hulton didn't start, but he did come on last few minutes. We couldn't make a difference. Sure. Well, a significant difference. Um, and now they are in danger of getting relegated into the Championship. The division which the Alva boys could be... See how I leave the fuck out of this shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the and then ruin it by starting yeah. mid-sentence. No, uh, <laughs> the, the division that the Alva boys could be finding themselves in because they will uh, face 
the mighty Brentford. Brentford. The in mighty the Brentford. playoff final in Wembley. Um, they Yovo bet Sheffield United. Yes, they did. 2-1 Easy. on Aggregus. Yeah. 2-1 on Aggregus? Yeah, no, yeah. 2-1 yeah. on Aggregus. They, yeah, well, they 2-0 on, on the day, 2-1 on Aggregus, with two Reds men being involved in both goals. Yes. Kevin Dawson scoring the first after five minutes to bring t- the teams back level. And then Paddy Madden with a delightful ball. Uh, Do you know how much money Paddy Madden's on? No, I don't, Shane. Enlighten me, please. Three grand a week. Nice one. <laughs> Hmm? Wow, three grand a week. Nice one. So that's that's big for a League One standard. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, well, it's big for a big dick top top scoring yeah. division. Yeah, standard. Yeah, that's yeah, what it is. Yeah. Paying for what you get. Um, yeah, the Liverpool ball in for the winner with I think it was about eight minutes left. So that put um, Yeovil two one up on aggregate and into the final Wembley. Gary Johnson, the manager there, delighted, and Kevin Dawson describing it as the best day of his life. And really, he was delighted with things. He's a happy go lucky fella. He's a very at happy the, man. At, you know, at the oh, and, and also I nearly forgot Kevin Dawson got booked. When did he get booked? After start celebrating the goal he didn't score. He got booked after celebrating the second goal. But I remember watching it going, because the Oval team all ran into where the fans were. And there was like, obviously all the players were around the goal scorer. Not for Kevin Dawson. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just see him veering off to the right of the screen. <laughs> it, and I think that, you know, it didn't show what he got booked for. So I presume it was just being a mental on his own. <laughs> <laughs> he, he managed to beat of his own drum. He Kevin does. Dawson. And fair play to him. He's delighted. He and did a tweet that he can't wait to play in Wembley. So oh, that's, sure. that's in the space of two years. Two years ago, he, he was playing. In, that was only a year and a half ago. He was playing in Lansdowne. Cup final, Lansdowne. Cup final, Lansdowne. Playoff final, Lansdowne. Let's hope it ends better than the Cup final in Lansdowne did. Who else played in the Cup final, Lansdowne? Well, loads of players. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, in that particular one. Again, loads. Philly Hughes. Philly Hughes, for example. Yeah. Okay. He's not, he's not going to be playing with me. No, he isn't. No, <laughs> no, he most certainly isn't. <laughs> Alan Matthews isn't going to be managing it in the family either in the near future. Fair play to him, and it's a great day out for the family. Who are, it is, and they're, over, they're all over there for the uh, yeah. semi final. Yeah, because Dawson. And it was a good weekend for the Dawsons because his brother um, at Brands, they survived. They stay, they stay, they survived. They survived yeah. relegation yeah. with two old draws, so good weekend all good around. Good all around, yeah, for the Dawsons. Um, right, that's the end of Red Diaspora. Um, and there's not really many Red Diasporas left because I think there's only one or two left. You only need a new segment now to fill up the gap. <laughs> yeah, we need some new yeah. filler. Um, to fill David Mack um, we'll bring back some of the segments that you know lasted a few weeks you know, yeah, such as uh, Nostalgia Ain't What It Used To Be which is where you review a classic match and then there's the Toshmore the Toshmore Hall of Fame which nobody has been inducted into in a long time no one deserves to be inducted into at the moment since Tosh has stepped out of the, the bus limelight <laughs> you know what do we put the, the actual bus just yeah, yeah, well, well, do you remember that episode where I had to eat as many crackers as possible in like four minutes or something like that? I do, yeah. And those, those are glory years. Well, that was good four minutes. <laughs> yeah. the, the prices of the official club travel has gone up since Tosh has left. Just saying. Just Bring saying. back Tosh. Whereas shuttle prices have stayed the same. Oh, oh, always, extor- always extortionate shuttle prices. <laughs> they stay the same. I'm not going to sh- say how much they are. Other shuttles are available. <laughs> um, we'll move on to your ref. <laughs> Um, because it's getting very late and I haven't had dinner so I haven't eaten since 11 o'clock this morning we are going to just have a sudden death playoff in URRF because you the listener suffer because Nutley can't manage his diet I think they've had a fantastic currently 47 and 34 seconds 47 minutes 35 seconds of fun might I say Vinny by the way I am I am I'm on on road for three in a row in this year of the ref you know so I'd just like to point that out there so I hope you're fucking nervous not against me so Yes. Okay. Actually, yes. No, Joseph. No, against me. No, one. One against me. The last, time, the last time I played you, uh, you won, and the last time before that, I won. So okay, so you, then, well, then, you, did I, have I beaten you in the last two weeks? You beat me once. 
Yeah, and then it'll be two ones. Show us the QPR you address. Okay. What's that supposed to mean? You're brutal. <laughs> I was unbeaten last year. Yeah, only, last played, year only played last once this year. year. QPR survived last year, Joe. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was a survivor here. Uh, so, Joe, do you want to be in this week? I may as well. Okay. Um, so, just shout out your name. Oh, here we go. Um, oh, hold on a sec. Say if I get this wrong now. Oh, we got to you're, you're out, and then me and you're out. Okay, okay. Right. We so continue, get, do we? Yeah, we'll get out, then it's over. We'll get it right, then it's over. Okay. Um, one, two, or three, one, two, or three, one, two, or three. Three. After a furious halftime bust up, you send both managers to the stands. They are outraged and refuse to send their teams out for a second half unless you reverse your decision. What now? Vincent Roberts, Gray, Esquire. I think that was Vinny. Just thought I'd go with that. Go on. They refuse to send their teams out. Um, I believe you can order the assistants to send the teams out. Because um, obviously a match can continue with the managers in the stand. Whether or not he actually sends them out, I don't know. So I suppose you can abandon the match if the teams aren't sent out. But I'd say you can order the teams to come out. But force them out. Yeah, but you know, you can't, you, exactly, you can't physically but force they're, they're, but you can, but you can, you can command them to no, come but out. They're obviously, obviously that didn't like, um, touched upon in the question. <laughs> that uh, they're refusing to come out. Otherwise the question would be they refused... If they're if they're point like, blank, so I think the question uh, is: it, Are you saying that, that, that the teams are refusing to come out? Is that, is that the what manager refusing to send them out, and right. it doesn't look like, judging by the graphic, then right. that they're, they're coming out. Right? Yeah, then abandon. You'd have to. Aban- what am I going to go, I'm gonna go with abandon slash postpone the match, if you will? Well, I believe abandon would be the correct terminology in this case. Okay, and let's see if you're right because I'm not sure yet. <laughs> um, stand by your decision and remind them firmly of their obligations. Advise both managers that if they if they delay sending their teams out beyond is that a 15-minute break, then their clubs are likely to face significant sanctions on top of the individual punishments they have already earned. If one or both continue to refuse without the team to play, you may for- you may be forced to abandon the game. I'm pretty sure you got that 100% right, Vinny. Yes, I did. And you steal the game in the first round. Well done. Oh, I want to be two in one go yeah. with one question. That's, that's how you roll. Suck on that, Dawson. Joey, Joey, no, 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 I know you were just here to, to play the game in the good oh, spirit. Just make up the numbers. Intended. No, just in the good spirit that was intended. That was yeah, a good way unlike, for a good day. Unlike that hideous individual over there. You know, um, believe his own hype. Well done. Points go to you, Vinny. Thank you very much. Um, put that in the bank. I will have a Guinness, please. Okay. One Guinness for you. Um, <laughs> while we get Vinny his Guinness, we will wrap up and we will talk to you. We didn't even touch on next week's game. Um, Why well, done that? But let's hope we win. Um, <laughs> I think we're gonna agree with that. Um, <laughs> I do agree with no longer previewing future games because there's no point. It's fucking miserable. Okay. Um, and the fans want the voice Matthews out. Let the people sing. Not in the bar though. And, <laughs> 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 and that brings enough. That brings us to an end. Hope you enjoyed this week, and that we'll be able to talk to you again next week. Talk to you after. Good luck to you. Bye. God bless. Bye. After. Shall I love?